Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone out there. It's Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, episode 40. You know what they say, John? What, what, what do they say? Life begins at 40. Oh yeah, so maybe podcasts will get even better now. Yeah, we'll actually put some good episodes out. So let's go. Excuse me, I need some help. Don't worry, madam, help has arrived. Help, I think I've broken all of my fingers. We're here to help you get them back. I've done a life what my wife's made for dinner. Stop moaning, at least you've got a dinner. My name is Cold Iron. Cold Iron. You've been Cold Iron? John Mango. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. And we're back with Coulda, woulda, shoulda. I'm Barrett Coldine, as always. And over there's John Mango. Say hello, John. Hello, John. Yeah, you funny. What have you been up to? Well, I've been marvelling at the most expensive thing in the world by weight. What's brought this about? Come on, spill the beans. Why, why are you thinking like, about this? Just like stuff like that. Right. Okay, you, so what is like it to, then? Would you like to hazard a guess what it is? The most expensive thing? By weight. By weight. A thing, not like a, not like a resource or a... It's like a one-of-a-kind thing. The Earth. The Earth weighs loads, Barrett. Yeah. Isn't that How what you that, said? No, the most expensive thing by weight, so it'd have to be really light and really expensive. Oh, all right. Well, not the Earth then. Well, in terms of actually space travel, things like that, Earth's quite light, isn't it? Anyway, uh, all right. The most expensive thing that is is light, so yeah. not like air or anything like that. No, not air. Sorry, you can get that anywhere. Um, You're gonna be really disappointed at the answer, Barrett. It's a kite, some sort of kite. It's a stamp. Oh, right. And it costs two point eight million pounds. Right. There's only one of one of them. Okay. So you won't, well, be your, you won't be getting your hands on one. Thanks for that, John. Um, I'm sure lots of people are going to be really incited and interested in know, that little fact. Do you fact. want to know another fact, like a little addendum fact? Yeah, go on. A person who collects stamps is called a philatelist. Yeah, I knew that, actually, John. Why didn't you say it, then? Because you didn't give me a chance. Do you know what I've been up to? Go on, then. Let's hear a fact of you, Barrett. Have you got any good facts? Yeah, I've got a good fact for you. Go Did on. you know that on average, the average New Yorker is 0.1 inches taller than everyone else because they've adapted to their environment? You tell me that every week, Barrett. Yeah, I know, it's a cool fact, that's why. Yeah, it is a good fact, to be fair, and I am quite amazed every time you tell me, so... Yeah, yeah it is an amazing fact. And they're going to get taller, if anything, because the skyscrapers are going to get taller. That's true, actually. Um, right, I'll tell you what I've been up to this week. So, I have been noticing Britain. It's a big place, isn't it? Quite big, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a big place. And I've noticed the best way to get around Britain is on in a car. You've just noticed this? Well, I mean, I, it did take me some time to work it out, but yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Where's this going, then? So, I've started driving lessons. Right. Not sure what to think of that how they've been going um pretty slow i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna lie um obviously the gangrous arm's gonna have to sort of take take some sort of responsibility um i've right. been trying to because obviously it's the left arm so that's the one that controls gears and uh the handbrake so obviously right, it's yeah. a little difficult to get get the gangrous arm moving and it does stink now so my driving instructor let's say doesn't like 
been sat next to me for a good hour. Uh, so I did stick an air freshener on it just to try and make it a bit nicer, but it just sort of dissolved, really. Um, if, but, um, if, if you pass, and that's, yeah. you know, if, um, on your driving license, do you have to have something marked on it saying, like, this man has a gangrenous arm which may affect his driving? Not really. Right. Bit of an oversight by the DVLA there, if you ask me. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a bit unfair, but you know, you got to do what you got to do, innit? You know, I'm a master to people who've got gangrenous arms. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, more power. Well, it's been going you. well. It has been going well. Thanks for asking. Um, I was able to get to not to sixty last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. How long? It took me about ten seconds, but you know, the car's not very good, so you know that's to, that's to take into account. Was it on the right kind of road, or was it on like a twenty mile an hour road? No, it was on a dual carriageway. Right, good. Okay. Because what the instructor got me to do is they got me to stop right in the middle of the dual carriageway, and basically do a start in start there. Because apparently the DVLA have got that in. Uh, so if like your car stalls or something, or your car breaks down in the middle of a dual carriageway, you've now got to literally do yeah. a, a standing start on a dual carriageway. It's now part of the part of the course. So I had to do that last night. Right, that's good that they've included that. Yeah, because it happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm um, that's been going all right. Yeah, yeah, it, it will do, and I'll, I'll, I'll pass my theory because I'm clever on that. Um, but uh, in terms of the practical, well, <laughs> stay tuned. Should, would you like a follow up in the meantime? Yes, please. You remember Jerry Dundridge, the uh, the wizard, the trainee wizard? Yes, I remember him. Big wizardy fella. Yeah, so he sent a follow-up. and it's a bit He hasn't turned bag. himself into a bird, has he, or something? No, no, no. He, okay, you know the two invigilators that he... Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Trans, I want to say transmogrified, but I don't know if that's the word. He'd know he's the wizard. Uh, well, he said, Invigilator 1 is living a great life as a worm, uh, getting all muddy and wet, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, Invigilator 2, though, that he turned into a bolt has been lost among some scrap metal, sadly. Ah, right, okay. Well, uh, you, you never so, know. that. You know, Invigilator 2 might be used to sort of hold up a skyscraper, for, yeah. for want of a better analogy. He may, he may be part of the process to get New Yorkers even taller. Let's just hope that's not the one bolt that fails and causes a big disaster, because then Jerry Dundridge might be held liable. I mean, there would have to be a very big paper trail to get back to Jerry Dundridge, so I think he's safe. Okay, right. We'll Unless I use this podcast as sort of like proof, which in which case he's, you know, pretty done much for. done for. Yeah. Um, so now um, I'm going to go and give you a follow-up. Um, so if you remember last week, I got a message from the lovely Fred Perry. Remember oh, him? Yeah. 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 So he's the he was the tennis star, and someone had given him a armband contraption as he called it to try yeah, and help yeah. him with his tennis so he did use the um armband oh, contraption good. and he he absolutely wiped the floor uh with his rival which was right. fantastic news he then actually decided to pitch this contraption to some uh clothes buyers you know like clothes yeah, clothes yeah. manufacturers and he's dubbed it the sweatband Wow. That's quite good, isn't it? 
It's a good name. And as we know now, sweatbands are now keeping athletes from looking like moist, bulbous meat for a long time now, haven't they, really? You don't really Brilliant. get any sweaty athletes anymore. Brilliant contraption. I know. Fantastic stuff. So well done, Fred. Well done, everyone. Yeah. Um, well done, that man. Well done, us, for just being great advice givers. Five questions now. What? Say again. Five questions now. Okay, well, I see you're in the mood. Uh, let me just check the scores as usual. That is a mountain of paperwork, Barrett. You're going to be, you're going to be crushed by that one day. Right, I've got it. So it is 34-12. However, Mango won last week. So, oh no, he didn't. We drew no, last week. Draw, so yeah. it, he it sort is... of broke the streak, but I'm still, well, kind of. I'm still going. You still got, um, you still got the, uh, the honour of going first. So and what an honour. Would you like me to start now? Yes, you would. No, I'd like you to start now. All right. Three, two, one, go. What do I snatch if the baby has no candy? Um, a little hat that it's wearing. When will my suffering end? When you die, unfortunately. How many sharks are there in the world? Um, more than 15 and less than 7 billion. Can my mother stop moaning about my dungaree obsession? No, she probably will. How many fingers am I holding up? Um, two, I think. Help, I need starch. Um, Potato starch or corn starch, you're gonna to have to be specific. Advice needed for egg boiling. Egg boiling, um, just give it a little tap, see how it's doing. What is love? Um, it's a thing that not a lot of people know what it is, so can't help you too much though. Granddad has a bad toe, should I amputate it? Amputate safely. What number does 38 round into? It rounds into 39 if you round into the nearest 39. Well, there you go. That was a very nice answer as well. I like your uh, your 38 rounding. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to have to dock you a point. Is it for the love one? No, it's for how many fingers I was holding up. He was holding up four. He wasn't holding up two. Trick question. What do you mean, trick question? Trick question. What was my score? It was nine. Right. Well, here's two fingers you can have a look at. Wait, no, that these two, not them ones. Let's not get like that, John. It's not. It's, I'm. I'm not the one who writes these questions, am I? These are sent in. You gave me the answer, and I was hoping you'd get it. To be honest, but now, you know, you've um, you've offended me now, John. So um, it's my turn. Well, and I'm actually wanting questions. to beat you this week. I'm actually wanting to beat you this week after that. Awful display, well, and I can't will because I was treated unfairly. You weren't treated unfairly. Honestly, if I thought you were treated unfairly, I would have said, but you're not. I'm going to trick you next week, Barrett. So you ready for your questions, then? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Crush or bludgeon? Bludgeon. 
should I sharpen my short sword? Lots of soul questions. Uh, yes, yes, so I think you should. Not sure if Sun is evil, help. Uh, just ask him. How far away is Moon? Mm, it's about, isn't it five miles away? Is there a chance I'll be the first person to never die? Mm, there's always a chance, yeah. yeah. Why is no one asking me about my new mouse? Your new mouth? Well, because it just looks like the old one. Is Deadly Nightshade good on cakes? Yes, it is. It's lovely. Would Big Feet be good or bad? Uh, yes, it would be good because you can keep your balance. Neighbor got big gun. Should I be scared? Uh, no, just get a bigger gun. Could three men tip a rhino? Mm. Oh, yes. That's the timer. All right, well, yes. I'll expand on that. Yes, but right, one rhino could tip three people, definitely, as well. So it's a, it's, you know, a win-win-lose-lose situation if you get it right. Right. Well, you don't get bonus points for that, Barrett. But no, I'm not. I'm, not. I'm just you... trying to work that person. You didn't need them anyway because you got 10. Right. Yep, thank you. So the final score for this week is 35-12 to Barrett Coldiron, and he has now regained his rightful lead. Hello. I am here to tell you about the incredibly exciting, amazing, super duper opportunity in thermonuclear dynamic quality assurance management. We are looking for the brightest stars out there to lead us into a nuclear fusion age. Could it be you? Please call me on 01225000000 Now to become an exciting middle manager. <laughs> Good one, John. Hi guys, we've just uh you know, made up and, you know, you know, shaked and make up from that uh quick fire problem. It's all under the bridge now, isn't that right, John? It is, it is. Yeah. Um, in, the ve in the vein of cooperation going forwards, do you want a featured problem we can work on together? Yeah, <laughs> Good. yeah, let's do that. You're still thinking about the joke, aren't you? Yeah. Right, here we go, featured problem. Featured problem, come on. It goes like this. Hello, podcast. Bite Slayer 3 here. That's uh, with a Y, not with an I. I am engaged in cyber conflict. I am in a hack war with Pissboy420. It has been back and forth for months now. First Pissboy hacked my door, so I had to stay in my room for a week solid. So then I hacked his dad's alarm clock, waking him up constantly so that he got mad at Pissboy and yelled at him. Then Pissboy decided to go too far. He hacked my mother's trousers, and made them fall down at tea time for weeks on end. How can I get him back once and for all? Yours sincerely, Bite Slayer 3. Okay, Hacker War. So, first things first, you need to lay off the hack of the century. Yeah, it's right. going to have to be a good hack. So, my question to you is, do 
Piss Boy 420 have animals in the flat or the house or wherever he lives? Ah, oh, that's a good question. What are, you, what are you going to do with these animals? Hack them. Hack the dog. That's a hard hack. It's a hard hack, but it can be done. Have you seen it done? Yeah, yeah. I've seen hackers literally... What they do is they get little drones, right? Yeah. And they're only tiny. They're only the size of a ballpoint pen's yeah, yeah. little ballpoint bit, right? They're tiny, right? So what they do is they control the drone. They go into the dog's brain, right? Right. So on top of that. the dog's brain, and then they can hack the brain. Have to go like up their nose or in their ear. You can or... go ear, nose, mouth, anywhere really. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't want to go down the, you know, the the anus because it would take a while to get to the yeah. brain. So, basically, yeah, you can hack, you can hack the dog, hack the dog, hack, hack the cat. This is this is scary stuff. Yeah, and then what you can do is, you can you know act like the cat and like or the dog and give piss boy four twenty affection. Right, but he doesn't know that you're actually spying on him. Yeah, I like that. Gather yeah. a load of intel. Intel, yeah. Because I was just going to say, make the dog do a poo. That's something else they can do. But I like your, I like your long con better. But the uh, the problem is, is if the dog poos too much, they may take it to the vet and put it down. So that might be a problem. Yeah, and then they'll find the drone, and then yeah. they'll get you. So. You have to be very careful with excrement uh, with with dogs, especially if you're hacking them. So you can either hack the dog, hack the cat. If you want to go mental, you can possibly hack the house. Just overall, I know he's hacked the door before, but you can literally hack the house. Yeah, I think I like the pet thing. I'd like to go with that. You want to go with that one? You sure? Yeah, You've got any more ideas? Well, we can we can we can do house or animals, or yeah. I can come up with an idea. But first, if they have a bird, hacking a bird would be fun. Hacking the bird, yeah, hacking the bird because you could fly. Yeah. Although it might be caged, that's the thing. If you go with yeah. a dog, it won't be caged unless it's been very bad. What if it's a parrot though, and you can get it to say things? Yeah, that could be helpful. It, it would. He would have a very limited vocabulary though. What if, right? You hacked his phone. Mm. Right. So sometimes when he went to like unlock it, it just wouldn't unlock for like a minute or so. John, come on, you can do better than that. Right, okay, no, no, let me think. I'm not good with hacking, Barrett. What if you... Right, okay. What if you hacked his bed? Okay, this is better. And... Just as he's about to jump down onto it after a long day of hacking, you made it as hard as a slab of concrete. Yeah, like... Again, that's really hard to do. I don't think that would work. Right. I was what a better thing would be. Bones. Yeah, a better thing would be is to hack the bed and make it so the uh, the the bed covers wouldn't move. So when he tries to get under the covers, he literally can't. Hack the bed and make it wet, and he'll think he's wet the bed. Yeah, you can do that. Or you can hack it and turn the temperature up to like fifty degrees, and he would sweat like a dog in bed. Hack his clothes and make them all smell. Yeah, they, they, these are all ideas for you. These are all ideas, and we can't do any of this, but we know it's been done before because yeah. I follow hacking websites, and they're hacking all over the place now. You did you know? Say that. Did you know somebody hacked an egg? What? Yep, somebody hacked an egg. What did they do, like unboil it or something? 
they made it rock hard so it could never be uh, smashed open. That's genius. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Wow. I mean, technology. Yeah. No. In fact, they made the egg so hard that it literally became a little football for their child. The mind boggles. Yep, it does. And with that, I think a problem is solved. So, hack the dog. We're saying that's the best solution. Or you can hack the bed, hack clothes, or hack an egg if you want. And you know what, Bite Slayer? Good luck to you, mate. Yeah. This is a long war, but it's one you can win. Problem solved. Problem hacked. Oh, good one. Role play problems. Role play problems. Role play problems. Role play problems. Role play time. That's what the bongs mean. Yep. So this week we are going to medieval England. Okay, yep. We have got a call in for, from Sir Stabsalot. He sounds like a nasty piece of work. Oh, he's quite nice, actually. I spoke to him on the phone a bit earlier. He's quite a nice guy. Oh, all right. He's uh, on a quest at the moment to uh, try and kill the dragon Wars. Have you ever heard of that one? Um, um, no, he is a nasty Wars the one. dragon. Yeah. And uh, he basically just wants some help, really. Some sort of, you know, backside help, really. He, he's pretty good know. on his own, but, you know, he, he he likes to have someone to talk to when he's on a big quest, so. Yeah, yeah, he can always use a squire. Let's, yeah. uh, let's get him on the phone. Now. Hello, is that Mr. Sir, uh, Sir Stubsalot? How old are you? I'm ten years old. You're ten years old and you've got a title of Sir Stabs a lot. I'm very good at my job. Why is your job? I am the king's best knight. Wow, all this other... No offence, mate, but you're ten, so all these other knights mustn't be very good. They're not, they're very bad. I have beaten them loads in massive duels and jousting. Right. Have you ever had a squire to help you along before? Uh, my dad sometimes comes out to help, but not really, no. Your dad squires for you. That's what a topsy-turvy world. Yeah, he's very, very... He's good, at, he, he's good at it, but unfortunately he died in a fire. Right. So I've got That's to get a new squire in, so... Yeah, Hello, squire. Hello. Do you want to so. give me a nickname, or...? I'm going to call you Dirty John. Right. I don't like it, but I feel like I'm not going to have a choice, so... No, you know you're not. I'm your sir. So we have got to go to the land of Urukag to defeat the Dragon Ward. Right. Well, I guess we better set off then. We are. I'm on my trusty steed, Horsebank. Horsebank? Horsebank. And we are off to save the maidens of this land. Are the maidens ten years old as well, or are they older? No, they're older. It's mainly, right. I'm, obviously, it's for, I'm mainly doing it for all the uh, all the other 
peasants and serfs because I am very, very selfless. So they're all going to fit dirty John to have a little chat to after you've killed the dragon then? Yes, they are, but I, I would advise against it. Right, well, we'll see what happens when we get there. They might all be clamouring after us after we've killed that dragon. Right, forward, Horsebank! Dragon ho! Excuse me? There isn't a dragon there right now, I just thought it'd be cool to say. Oh, uh, yes, I see. It's a very lovely day. I'm just passing a lot of serfs and they're throwing flowers at me, which is nice of them. I'm sure it's flowers. Yep, flowers are very, very nice to me. So I'm, I'm, I'll probably give you a bit of a history of the animals I've slain before. So yeah. my name is Horace Stabsalot, and I come from the land of Gabira. And I have killed over 20 mythical creatures in my time. Really? Yes. Go on then, give us a few of them. The Minotaur. Killed him. He took right. two minutes. That's pretty incredible. Do you want to know how I did it? Yeah, go on. I climbed up his back, his hairy back. I climbed up and then just stabbed him in the eye. Why did no one think of doing that? I don't know. Right, what else are you slayed then? Fresh pairs of eyes always helps. I've also slayed the Serpent of Tark! Oh, yeah. Serpent of Tark! I didn't know he'd been slain. I thought he was still going. No, he's, he's gone now. I had to stay underwater for five hours. You held your breath for five hours? Yes. That's I don't incredible. know what it is, though. I'm just that good. And so I stabbed him. I stabbed him in the eye as well. I think that's my signature. And um, what else have you fought? Have you fought a Cyclops? Because that'd be easy to stab in the eye. Uh, yes, I fought a Cyclops. I didn't stab yeah. him in the eye that time. I stabbed him in the ear. So you, you're known for stabbing in the eye, but the Cyclops you stabbed in the ear. Yes, I wanted to change it up a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Don't go for the obvious ones. So, anyway, I'm trudging along. I can smell the dragon now. He stinks. What does the dragon smell of? I'm, I want to say sulphur, but I don't know. I'm not the expert. No, he doesn't smell of sulphur. He smells of dried horse wee. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, hang on. <laughs> oh, horse banks just had a wee. That's what it is. Sorry. Right, the dragon's not near then. We're going to have to go a bit further. Right. Come on, let's go to the... La- what was it? The land of khakis or something? Yes. Right, it really is a nice day. How do you know? Oh, uh, it was just... Oh, just, just a conversation, isn't it? Oh. Oh, oh what's that there? There. Oh, I can't a, see, can I? There's a sign. There's a sign. A sign from God or like a road sign? No, it's a road sign. Right. It's left by, by someone else, I think, who was trying to slay Wart before. What does it say? It says, don't go up here. Wart the dragon is up here. I tried to kill him, but he's very hard. And then it's signed off by Sir Lancelot. Oh, I knew him. Right. Well, so he must have survived to put this note, right? Is he just run off somewhere? Maybe he uh, paraphrased it to somebody else. Right. Very popular to do these days. Okay, let's knock down the letter and go! So you're ready to fight him then? You betcha, boy! What, what weaponry are we talking? What have you got? I've got an archer's bow. Yeah. I've got my big sword. It's called... Sir Bullabok. Right. You should come up with that name yourself. Sir Bullabok. No, I did not. It came up by the man of the ocean. He made that. Have you got a shield? 
Yes, I've got a shield. A big one, metal. It's in the shape of a heart because I'm known as the Love Knight. Because everyone over 18 loves me like a son. That's nice, and I'm also glad you specified like a son. I can smell him now. Right. What does he, he does smell like dried horse meat, and it's not horse bank. Right, okay, well, firm enough for being mistaken then. Have you, um, are there any visual clues to the whereabouts of this dragon? Where are we? Are we going into a cave or...? No, we're going up a mountain. It's getting yeah. very cold up here though. That's, that's classic dragon territory there. I might have accidentally put on my light armour. I may have needed to put some heavy armour so I could be protected from the cold. That may be my biggest enemy. You say that, but light armour, I mean, you'll be able to dodge out of the way very quickly. Well, yes, that's what I was thinking. Anyway, let's go up the here. There's the dragon. It's asleep. Oh, I think I can hear it. Yes. So are you going to take it by surprise? I'm going to dismount. I'm going to dismount. And make my way over to the dragon. I am going to unsheathe my sword. Is he still sleeping? Yes, I'm not near him yet, I'm just okay. unsheathing the sword. You never know what might be on the way. I'm just hoping that the dragon doesn't wake up because that will be a major setback. Indeed. I'm sneaking along. Sneaking along. Sneaking. Can you hear me, Mr. Mango? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? <gasps> the dragon has woken up. I heard him stir. Right. Horsebank! Horsebank, I need you! Your trusty right. steed will help you. Okay, I'm on horsebank now, and we must ride! Right, let's get this dragon on. Right, What's circling the dragon. Doing? It's now trying to find its way to attack me with its mighty horns. Right, I'm thinking. I'm thinking ankles. That's a weak point of a dragon, right? Ankles, yes. Good, good shout. Right, I'm going in. I'm going in to hit the ankles. Oh, I got a good hit on them. I got a good hit on them, Mr. Mango. He's flying now. He's flying. You need to be uh, careful of the tail and wings when he's down. Yes, I, I, I'm being careful. He's coming in with a big ball of fire now. I put my shield up and my shield has been destroyed, Mr. Mango. Oh, foolish. You need to dodge I out the way I knew I shouldn't have got the wooden one. Yeah, that was a bit silly. Right, well, I've only got a sword and my trusty steed to help now. Right, as long as you've got your arse, that's, that's all that matters. Come on, horsebank, let's go! Right, get in for those ankles again. Right. Hiya! Good, got that. I think he's getting a bit of, uh, he's get, his, his ankle's a bit broken now. Right, get another one. Right, I'm going to have to turn around. No mercy. No mercy! Him. Okay, his, his, oh, his leg has been chopped off. Right. He's got a little go. stump for a leg. I remember he can still fly. He is flying right now. Oh, He's very mad. For God's sake. Right. He'll have to come down at some point if he wants to the get mighty here. Wart. Oh, no. The mighty wart is doing his special move. What's that? He doesn't only breathe fire, he also breathes sick. Oh, no. He's doing his bomb on you. I think that's just a bit of an F you. I don't think that's going to do much. Right, well, 
I'm covered in sick now, as tends to be the case when fighting a big dragon. Let's go forward again. Right, where are you going <laughs> to land the killing blow? How are we going to get this dragon? Right, I'm going to do a very cool move where I'm going to stand on top of Horsebank, jump onto his back, run up his back, and then hit him in the head with, and then of course, stab him in the eye. Right, let's hope that the dragon can't understand what you've just said or you've just told him, but I, I think you'll be all right. Right, oh, here we go. What can talk? What can talk? What? What? Why do we have a chat? Come on, let's just have a chat. Ask him, ask him how his leg's doing. How's your leg? Tell him, tell him. If he wasn't terrorising maidens, none of this would have happened. Yeah, yeah, you heard that. If you weren't terrorising my friends, I, you, you, you just, yeah, I wouldn't have cut your leg off, would I? I don't care. I need to survive. Right, I mean, you have come into this dragon's lair and sort of got him on the sleeve. I will love you a young boy. Oh. I will spare your life if you allow me. Is that, a, is that a good deal? Is he doing it like every day of the week otherwise? He's doing it mostly every day of the week, Right, yes. that might be a good deal then. What, to just do it on Wednesdays? Yeah, because at least people can prepare. Dragon, I'm going to accept your bargaining chip. Unfortunately, I cannot give you back your leg. But also, you must say to people that I beat you fair and square in a fight uh, because I need to keep my... Reputation intact. I will say that you beat me fair and square, and you could even have my foot as a trophy, how's that? That sounds wow. like a very good deal, Mr. Dragon. Hey, who who would have thought that dragons were so debatable? We can, we can then solve everything with negotiation. Oh, that was a really good deal to come out of that. Well, thank you, Mr. Ward. I'm going to take your foot now and um, hope that your pillaging isn't too bad. If it is, then I might have to come back up here again. Understood, Mr. Knight. Good evening. Oh, he's flown off now. Well, I mean, I don't have a bad word to say about him, really. I think he was pretty justified in his anger to begin with. Well, um... Thank you. I wasn't expecting a peaceful outcome to this, but I think I've got one. Hey, don't worry about it. I mean, that's that's what we're here for on the podcast. Now I'm going to return to my mother and have a hot bath. And show her the big foot. Yeah, I'll show her the big foot. Oh, have you slain Bigfoot? Is that have you ever slain a Bigfoot? What's a Bigfoot? Oh, Is that a matter. new one? A new adventure, perhaps? Yeah, go and look it up on a well, I guess in a book. Sir Stamalos will be back with news of the Bigfoot in the mountains. Good night. Good night indeed. What an exciting adventure. Wow, I like that guy. Yeah, who would have thought that, like, you know, medieval battles could have been settled in diplomacy? Think about King George. Like, he could have definitely not have to slay that dragon and he he would have been fine. He would have both been alive. He was the most diplomatic ten-year-old I've ever met. 
Yeah. Well, good on him. I hope, I hope there's more yeah. like him. Yeah. So uh, that's the end of the episode this week, guys. Just had a thought. Yeah. What if the fire that his dad died in was caused by a worm? Maybe I should have raised that. He probably would have known that, to be honest. Right. But we'll have to find out. I'm sure he'll follow it up in his follow-up letter. Yeah, so let's hope that's not the case. Right. Anyway, uh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Have a nice day. This is a Scottish Vanilla production. <laughs>